Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hustler Squad podcast. Now in this episode, Kiro delves deeper into the psychological models that the bookies use against gamblers to continually entice them to keep coming back. And it explains why they bet the way that they do, as well as why they become addicted. We also talk about a specific bookie that you should never use due to an alarming recent trend. We talk about a crazy DM that we received this week from a random person off our Instagram. And we also discuss where we think the industry is going in the near and distant future. Enjoy. If you have any questions, leave a comment or send us a DM on Instagram. JP, welcome back. Thanks, man. So, interesting topic you want to cover. Yeah. I think we sort of touched on it last time was, why is gambling so prevalent in Australian society? And sort of where do you think the industry is going? I know you don't like giving predictions, but uh, it'll be interesting to hear what, you th- what your thoughts on that. Because a lot of people are saying, you know, these promos and whatnot are, you know, going to disappear. So where you think it's heading. But uh, we'll start off with probably the first topic on, I know you've got some interesting stats for us, but yeah, like where do you think, you know, where's the gambling industry right at right now? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it worse. Um, I know probably five to seven years ago when I was doing it, or three to five years ago when I was doing it heavily, I wasn't kind of in all these groups where I was kind of seeing all how bad it was, how, how much losing goes on. But when you're in these groups, you really see what, what, what goes on and, and you start talking to people and you don't realize how bad it is. Some of the messages we, we received this week yeah. from people who just, like some guys message us and say they've lost, like they're losing 5K a month, 10K a month in some cases. And it's like, fuck, like how much money is the, are the bookies making? Um, and you don't realize it. And I was looking at some stats before and it's like 35 to 40% of the population, adult population, is spending gambling, uh, spending money on gambling every month in some wow. way, shape, or form. I every think the month. average, yeah, the average is about $100 on sports and 225 on racing per month. Wow. Um, and the category of 18 to 34-year-old males is the worst um, in terms yeah. of the likelihood of them getting involved with gambling, um, increasing their spending on gambling, signing up to new agencies, Um and it's just, I think, we're going to talk in more depth about like why that is later. Yeah. But I think it's just becoming so much of a, a cultural issue um, in Australia and everyone does it. Um, you speak to like 18 to 25 year olds and it'd be very hard to find someone who doesn't gamble or at least has dabbled in it in some way. Mm. And I think it's, it's almost an expectation, like all your mates do it. Um, and it's almost like, oh, you're just expected to lose. You're expected to do a multi every weekend, have some fun. Whether you're winning or losing, it doesn't matter because you're having fun, man. It's 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 fun to do it every week because all yeah. your mates are doing it. And where this becomes an issue is where, where does the line stop where it becomes fun versus um, recklessness and yeah. essentially um, starts having impact in your life. behavior where exactly yeah. it's, it's impacting your life. And a lot of people just think it's okay to to lose two hundred a week, um, yeah. even though they're only making eight hundred a week or five hundred a week in some cases. So yeah. I mean, obviously not everybody is in this boat. Not everyone's got a gambling issue, um, but the issues are there and you can't ignore them. And a lot of people hide behind the fun and, and all that stuff. Yeah. But maybe you can talk about more of the like scientific psychology, uh, the, the long terms and the, yeah. the whiz-bang terms because you, you love a bit of literature. Yeah. But um, Before I think, we touch on that, yeah. I've got to say, like, first of all, what are the groups you've, you've been seeing a lot of this in? And you know, I think you know, why are those groups you know, growing so quickly? In your, in your uh, um, opinion. Yeah, so do you want to name them? I don't want to name them. I just see I just Facebook groups, man. Yeah. Generally, there's like a few on Facebook in Australia. Um, yeah. There's there's a few like over 50,000 people in them. And some of the comments in there, man, and some of the people that, that you read, and it's just like, man, like you just want to like 
put a bomb under them like obviously not <laughs> not kill them but like you want to wake them up and like just blow their brain up so that they just get rid of this idea yeah because they're all in the same boat they're all there for a quick fix they're all there to win a Tatsulato multi yeah and they're all there to to do that because someone's posted a green tick multi and that's why they've seen it the cover photo might be like a 50k win that someone hit one in a hundred thousand bets yeah and suddenly Everybody in that group's trying to do the same thing. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. And yeah. it's like you're going and seeing someone win Tats Lotto and then becoming addicted to Tats Lotto. You're essentially doing the same thing yeah. and not realizing it when you're doing these multis because the bookies love it. Like They love multis. They want every punter doing multis because yeah. they know they're going to win in the long term. And it's literally like printing money for them. It'd be essentially like running a business knowing you can't lose. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, though, in these groups, when you become part of the herd, when everyone's trying to do the same thing, it becomes contagious. Your environment's all the same. And then eventually, like, everyone's just going to lose more because you're going to get FOMO because someone's posted a 15-legger that you might be able to catch up and lo- and make up for your losses in the past month. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, that loses. You want to go again because you missed out, etc., etc. It, it just keeps, keeps going, man. It's a domino effect. And obviously, yeah, that's what's causing the problems. Thing. You know, I was just thinking before. Do you think the sporting culture in Australia is sort of linked to this gambling culture? Yeah, definitely. And this is the thing. Like, people won't even watch sport nowadays unless they have an interest or an investment on, yeah, on, exactly. on the bet, on the match, sorry. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a bet, firstly. Like, obviously, if you want to have fun and, and you want to bet, I don't know, half a percent of your paycheck every week, fine. Go yeah. and do it. But that's not what a lot of people are doing. And I think... Yeah, um, people now, because it's so prevalent, advertising, like every two seconds, Sportsbet is posting same-game multis on the TV, Ladbrokes posting new shit, you're getting offers sent to your phone all the time, bonus bets, yeah. same-game multis, two-leg fails, one-leg fails, bonus back, all that. Great advertising, absolutely genius marketing. Like, I promise you that they're, they're the best way to get into your head is, yeah. is gambling companies. And the way they market, the colors, the sounds... Everything. The way they present it, the relatability of the the ads is just elite. Like you, you can't get better marketing than what they do. Yeah. Um. But they're only sending those ads out because they know that it's going to generate revenue for them, and the, the that's what their aim is. They want to make money because of us. Like we, they want Australia to donate to them. Yeah. Um. For entertainment, and th- there's no it's no luck that they've made they they make seventeen billion a year. Yeah. Um just off sport and horse racing like that's not a chance exactly I, I think to, to an extent also COVID has really helped them yeah in terms of, I think there's a stat that came out by the government like one in three people you know open a sports betting account yeah. over the last two years you know obviously in Melbourne we had the worst lockdowns yeah. in the world yeah and it's sort of like linked to what you said like you know you can't watch a game without placing your bet mm. it's all you know fun and you know, okay like if you're just losing ten dollars or whatever but yeah. from the stats you said like what 150 or something for sport 100 for sports yeah 125 225 for horsey i mean that doesn't sound month. like much in a month but it adds that's up. an average yeah like, that's an average and yeah. adds up like what's, what's, the, what's that a year like, yeah. 2400 or something that's a yeah. holiday and you know what i mean yeah. like yeah 100 uh, it's more it's like yeah, yeah it's, uh, two it's, grand. it's yeah. ridiculous and i think covid has sort of uh you know i think helped you know with that with their marketing stuff but before i thought you know we go into the sort of the, the psychological models of like you know what influences gambling and you know the behaviors associated with it where do you see the sort of the industry going in the next, you know, probably five, ten years towards the end of the decade with you know this move that's going like we're going towards this virtual sort of society, right? Yeah. Like everything's going online. Like you see more and more people bet online for sports. They don't go to the TAB and yeah. bet, right? So where do you see us, you know, or see this sort of the industry going in sort of the next five, ten years? Obviously, these are all predictions for those watching, it's nothing. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, we're not going to sit here and make predictions because, I mean, we can, but yeah. we don't care if we're right or wrong. At the end yeah. of the day, we're, we're giving our opinions based off our expertise and what we see in our communities. Yeah. But I, I like, we've seen it already develop in terms of match betting going from being this like ultra easy thing to do without getting promo banned to now being much harder to sustain your accounts. And obviously that's why we have our courses. And I guess that's what separates the people who are still doing this now versus the guys who come in and try and do it and they get banned within a month um, because they're complete rookies and they just have no idea how to sustain accounts. And they're like a deer in headlights for the bookies. But in terms of where we see the whole industry going, um, I I can't see it getting any better. Like in terms of people, uh, those stats are going to keep getting worse. It's becoming more common, um, it's getting worse, there's more advertising, there's more pumping of these offers, and there's more pumping of the markets that they know they're going to win. Mm-hmm. You don't see Sportsbet encouraging you to put a, a single head-to-head bet on. No. Because they know their margin is not good in those, obviously they're still going to win because of the spreads. Yeah. But in, in terms of the ratio of money that they earn per dollar spent is on multi, same game multi. Same game multis are the best and they will keep promoting those. So. You're going to see more of the offers shift away from that kind of single um, like bonus back stuff or, or like early payouts we've seen basically. Yeah. I mean, it's only been five rounds of AFL NRL, but we haven't seen many companies, especially the big ones doing that this year, which is the first time in maybe 10 years. Yeah. Um, we obviously were back in the 2013, 14, 15 years yeah. where we were just absolutely hammering these and, and yeah. making a killing off. But nowadays, all the all the promotions are on racing, but they're also on same game um, multis and same race multis, yeah. um, which is kind of where they know. So I think we're going to keep seeing the shift towards that. Mm. The gambling industry will keep getting worse. Whether we don't we see promos go away, I don't think that'll happen. I think it's still yeah. There's still enough. Um, like at the end of the day, man. Like we've got a community of six thousand people, probably about. 250 let's say 200 of our paid subs or paid uh, members are doing this on a regular basis at the system by trumpy 310 paid subs i'd say 290 are doing it on a regular basis so you've got 500 people there or, or close to whatever 500 people doing it yeah then you've probably got another three to five thousand people around the rest of australia doing it yeah man there's 26 million people in australia or whatever it is yeah that's a drop or a spec. So yeah, the amount of profit that our communities are making, anyone else doing this, is, is a drop in the ocean. So they can still continue to offer these promos to us. And we don't see them going anytime soon. We'll see them change potentially, but we'll always be able to adapt. And there'll always be opportunities to still make profit um, using it. And, we, and like from, if you said to me five years ago that we're in this situation now where there was no sport promos, I'd be like, oh, I can't do it anymore. But yeah. We've moved to to teach people how to do it on racing. We've we've moved to using racing promotions. There's always going to be opportunities. There's always so, new ways, yeah. Yeah, I, I at the end of the day, those promotions are there to, to entice losing punters, and they're not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, we probably will see them try to push towards the markets that are more, I guess, favorable for them. Yeah, I agree. Because even in the Facebook groups, all you're seeing these days is people posting multis, yeah. like same game multi predictions. You don't really see many people posting like a single prediction yeah. right like even if it's like a plus ev they won't post it just because yeah, it's, it's not hype it's not exciting correct just, you can see that the industry is going that way yeah but i had a new, i had another question on top of this was do you envision more sports betting companies entering the industry i think we've seen a, yeah. a few that you know i think sort of just surprised us as well you know during you know, you know past 12 months do you see more and more smaller companies entering the industry you know over the next yeah. five ten years yeah in the last um like I was surprised like in the last three months because I don't do much betting anymore. But obviously we've got the community now. We can see what other people are doing. And someone sent me a list of bookies the other week. And I was like, I haven't even heard of like six or seven of these yeah. bookies. Um, and they're all just constantly coming through. So 
You do have to be careful, I think, with the smaller ones, just just to see how they're going first. Not to say that you're going to do your money, but like, if they don't have any history, they're not like sports bets. Sports are not going to go broke. Yeah. Um, I, I was actually, I should raise this now. I was, um, I'm going to expose BBET here. I actually got a couple of messages from some of our members saying that BBET were actually disabling withdrawals on, on people's accounts. Wow. So you couldn't even withdraw. Um, someone's max withdrawal the other day was $18. What? Um, and he had like 300 in his account. He was trying to get it out. Yeah. So I don't know what they're doing there, but if you've got a BBET account, um, just tread with some caution there. I know yeah. they've, in the past, on some of my experiences a couple of years ago, they were pretty, uh, I guess, uh, a little bit dishonest with the way they were operating um, and, and holding funds and stuff like that um, unlawfully. But yeah. obviously, when it's coming across through the community that other people are doing that as well um, and, and, and getting that experience, just tread carefully with them. Yeah. Um, so we want to help out anyone who's got an account with them, just be careful. Um, but yeah, in terms of seeing more companies, I think for sure, because... The reality is being a bookie is is, is like printing money. Um, yeah. You're going to get money because people are going to donate to you. Um, at the end of the day, all you need to give them is some kind of uh, offer or enticement um, yeah. or incentive, sorry, to, to actually put money in your account and suddenly they're betting with you. Yeah, um, exactly. They might, they might run away after two weeks, but you're still going to probably take their wins. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, you take the money off I, them. I think the laws in Australia make it super easy, obviously. Yeah, I'm not it. sure with the licensing yeah. or how much the cost is, but it mustn't be that hard if there's so many uh, yeah. popping up. I was going to say, with, 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 that, with that, do you also think, I know we've seen America, we've seen Barstool Sportsbook, which was like yeah. sort of a community, and now they've you know, gone and made it a sportsbook. Do you see something potentially happen like that in Australia over the next five, ten years? Because we're seeing a lot of emphasis, you know, and like a movement among communities, especially in the Facebook groups. Well, I think we've already seen that with, um, I don't want to mention or give them airtime, but they're probably big enough now. A lot of people talking about it, but Dabble. Yeah. They're like a community bookie. Uh, I don't 100% understand how it works. I think it works with you following like tipsters on that app and, and yeah. stuff like that, which unfortunately ends in you losing more because the reality is not many people win on the punt. Yeah. And there's a lot of people out there who think they're profitable. They get fucking they hit one bet and yeah. then suddenly they've got a following of everyone asking well what's next where's your next tip it's like bro again go back to the tats lotto would you follow someone who's just won tats lotto yeah no because they're lucky exactly. they're not winning because they have some kind of method or system so um maybe i'm not sure about that maybe you probably have better yeah. predictions around that um because you've seen more of the american stuff yeah opening up and the way that's that's grown over the last six months especially um and obviously now with us going deeper into the USA market, yeah, we, we expect to see what we're seeing now in Australia get transitioned over there in terms of the, the gambler behavior. At the end of the day, this isn't a, this isn't a country. Um, it, it's human psychology. And yeah. it's not uh, if you're American or if you're Italian or if you're Greek or if you're Egyptian or Russian, yeah. your, your psychology is still the same as everyone else. So yeah. the, same, the same cues work, the same marketing works. The same dream selling works, the same sounds and highlights and fucking excitement works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and at the end of the day, we're humans. We want a thrill. We want um, everyone loves the thrill of something. But at the end of the day, the house always wins unless you have an edge over them. So, yeah, I, I guess any way that they can make money, they will. And if that goes down that pathway of like Barstool Sports, yeah. obviously they use other ways, like they're tricking you into getting celebrities and they they're marketing it through like other stuff like sporting highlights and stuff yeah. like that and then linking it back to what they want you to do which is the core um which is gambling exactly. so yeah I, th I just think I, I think my prediction is basically it's just to become the industry will become more innovative more 
clever yeah. in, in you know in their, mar- in their marketing tactics, yeah, tactics yeah. and like you know in ways that you just don't think they're actually marketing towards you, but they yeah. actually are. Like they're planting a seed and they're just growing. That's and the growing. best form of marketing. Yeah. I mean, we do that. We we we're, we're obviously we're not selling a scam. We're selling something that helps you. Yeah. But the best way to to market something is to actually like slowly transition someone across a exactly. spectrum to, for readiness to buy. And the only way you do that is to teach them slowly and then obviously apply the right tactics to person along that spectrum. If you come and say, hey man, buy my course in the first minute I meet you, you're not going to buy it. Yeah. But if I teach you how to do the free course first and then you see how it works and then you're someone who wants to learn more, then you're more chance of buying it than someone else. And yeah. obviously we're not going to just, they're doing the same thing with their marketing um, and it's all thought out it's all clever at the end of the day how many mines are there in, in the world 200,000 employees yeah, so they say there's approximately 200,000 employees in the betting industry so you're yeah, in, the world. in the world so yeah. you're betting against them yeah so I mean we just posted a new video on explain a video and yeah. it's like who's going to win 200,000 mines versus you most yeah. likely 200,000 mines exactly um, yeah but so, um, yeah. no I think that's a good prediction they're probably my last prediction I know you're unlike this but I think crypto will be integrated into, into the sports betting industry somehow Either yeah. you can bet with Bitcoin or like these cryptocurrencies. But I think down the line, it's just another way for them to get more, make more yeah. money because young people into crypto, yeah. they make money off them. But I think uh, that's a good segue into moving in towards what we wanted to focus on today is like sort of these psychological models, which, you know, come out of literature and like it's, you know, proven studies um, related to gambling addictions. And so there's sort of five big things, concepts they've come across. We'll start with the first one, which is gambler's fallacy. Um, basically what it is it talks about the concept um, like say for example you go to the casino and you're playing roulette right yeah you don't play you're standing at the casino you see red come up seven times in a row you're like okay it's black is due so you put like <laughs> all your eggs on black yeah. and guess what it's red yeah and it's just the fallacy thinking that you know just because something's happened you know so many times it's, it's not gonna happen again and a lot of people i think actually bet like that i know you probably have a, a, an example of uh, of that in the sports betting industry, but that's sort of the first thing I think we uh, want to talk about. Yeah, so I mean, it's a mutually exclu- exclusive event. So yeah. every time you roll a dice, the the chances of a one hitting is is one in six every time. Same with you flip a coin. Just because it hit eight times in a row tails, it's not more chance of hitting heads next one. Yeah, it's back to fifty percent. It's a, a level playing field. So I think this comes back. A lot of people think like. Because now I'm part of the system and I'm, I'm on the customer service. We've got this question a few times a week and it's like, hang on, if I start signing up to your program or your system, yeah, I, 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 you're going to start losing. It's like, no, nah, man, like it's not, you're not unlucky. <laughs> like it's mathematics. It, mathematics doesn't, um, it's not biased towards luck or unluckiness. It's figures. The, 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 that's it. There's the yeah. numbers is numbers, right? So if you have an edge, you still have an edge tomorrow, today, yesterday, just because you start betting, it's not going to change anything just because you think you're unlucky. Yeah. And, and people need to get out of that mindset of thinking they're unlucky because yeah. there's no such thing as luck with numbers. I mean, yes, you can put five bucks on in a Tatsuloto and you might win five million, right? That's yeah. pure luck, okay? But yeah. you have no control over that and you're not more lucky or lucky because you won. It's just you got lucky that day. So. Yeah. When you have a system and a mathematical system, it's literally that. And that's the same with, with the roulette. Um, yeah. Same with the casino, going a bit off top, topic. But casino and, and roulette table, for example, have how many numbers? Like 38, I think. Oh, I'd have no idea. But yeah, something like that. Um, sorry if we're wrong. But 38 numbers, let's yeah. say. But then they've got the zero and some cases two zeros on the table. So yeah. zero and a double zero. So that those two extra numbers completely destroy the, the, the person's chances of winning and the yeah. house will always win. Because if edge. you're just betting on black and red... If that green hits or the, the double zero or the zero, you lose. So that's how they get their edge. So 
that's a mathematical win for them that will always be there yeah. and they will never lose because of that. So, And you see the same thing in sports betting, for example. Yeah. Like People are like, oh, Buddy hasn't kicked yeah. you know, five goals in like 10 weeks. He's yeah. due. Like, yeah. And then they, you know, they place a bet and it doesn't happen. That's gambler's fallacy because you think yeah. some because he hasn't done it for so long, you think it's gonna happen now. Yeah. But just because you think doesn't mean that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you need to have a system, a structure, and it's why you see so many people addicted to gambling because they 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 apply this sort of thinking to their yeah. to their betting, right? Yeah. And, it's, and it's like no, you don't have no edge. You still don't have no edge. You still don't have no system, no yeah. structure. Yeah. Just because you think something's gonna happen doesn't mean it's going to happen, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, you're at the peak of Mount Stupid, as we like to say, when it comes yeah. to the Dunning Kruger effect. Um, we'll chuck the graph up on the screen, but do you want to explain quickly what that is in general? Yeah, okay. basically, like yeah, look, Dunning Kruger effect. You know, has high competence, high confidence. You know, Mount Stupid. You basically you're at high uh comp no no low competence. Yeah. High and confidence. high confidence, right? So you, you think you know more than you do, but yeah. you actually don't. And that's a lot of people, and I think it's really related to the gambler's fallacy because you think you more than you know yeah. what you do, but you have no structure, no system. No. You haven't you know calculated as a, a strategy or like devised an edge. Yeah. So it, it sort of screws you over, right? Yeah. And you, you, you come back down to the value of despair and the Dunning-Kruger effect, and then you come back out to where you, you have some knowledge and you have high confidence and high competence. Yeah. And that's sort of the journey we try to take people on. Yeah. Course. With, the, with the hustler squad but yeah, at the end of the day you need, yeah. you need to learn the hard way by going down through that um, valley of despair yeah. um, and, and up the slope of enlightenment to actually make the plateau of sustainability which is obviously where we're not saying we are but maybe in this industry we are yeah. um, we still have we'd be at the peak of Mount Stupid in, in plenty of other investments exactly. or plenty of other topics um, and <laughs> you, you lost 26k in Forex exactly. and I lost like 14 or whatever it was yeah. um, in three weeks and I think Fair to say we were, we were over the peak um, of Mount Stupid. <laughs> With Mount Everest. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah um, in terms of uh, relating that back to gambling, um, yeah. I think Dunning-Kruger effect, you can relate it back to basically any topic. Um, yeah. You'll see people who think they know more than they do when it comes to stocks. Um, it's all the same principles. Crypto, same shit. Yeah. Um, it's just a culture. I think it's also another culture, culture-related thing. But yeah. um, no, I think that's really good. I think we'll just move towards our second topic. Or the second sort of model um, yeah. related to gambling addiction, which was the availability heuristic, because I think it's sort of related to the gambler's fallacy. So the availability heuristic, it's just like, you know, a really fancy name that basically explains the fact that, you know, you see in a Facebook group, you know, I see someone post a multi, 10 ticks, he's put $10, he's won 50K. Um, I start imagining, wow, that could be me. It, yeah. it looks easy, right? So let me start doing those multis. Yeah. And all of a sudden, without even realizing, you become addicted and start placing those multis or bets every week or freaking every day. Yeah. And that's what we call the availability heuristic. And I think it's actually the, one of the most common, I think, psychological models related to gambling. And because we see it a lot, especially in Australia with the, the Facebook groups. But I think maybe if you just give a few examples on that, uh, you know, just for the people yeah. listening. Um, <laughs> another great way to, to market the dream is to see the dream. And we spoke about this yeah. already. If you're seeing someone else win, then you suddenly think it's really, really common. Um, not realizing that that person has been probably placing bets for five years and they probably hit two out of 500 bets or maybe more, 5,000. Yeah. Um, and great, they've won, but that's not going to be you all of a sudden. And the chances of you hitting that are much less than what the odds say. Yeah. Um, because the bookies rig the odds, especially on same gamers and, and all these big multis. The odds of what the multi should be is much higher than what you're getting. Yeah. Um, so you might be getting it. You might be putting a 10 to one multi, uh, a 10 to one multi on with 10 yeah. legs. That should be, in theory, on some cases, be paying 20 to 1. 
but you're getting 10 to 1. So if you do win, you're getting ripped off as well. And the reality is you're not going to win. Um, And when you do win, you should have won way more. And over the long run, even if you're winning, you're actually losing because the bookies got the edge still and they can afford you making one one win every 10 because you should be winning way more commonly according to your odds or way yeah. yeah so and it's funny because you see like, because you yeah. see those pictures of like you know there's multis in the in the facebook yeah. group for some reason i don't know, it just triggers this emotion where you think you have a more chance or like a more likely chance of winning which is yeah. not true but for some reason we, it just triggers that emo- yeah. we're, emotion yeah every we're going through our insights before on one of our facebook groups yeah. um, and we're seeing like what the most common posts are like it's our facebook group that we have but we don't post in it and we're looking to do some like obviously hustler squad yeah. um, education in there, and we're discussing the best ways to go about it. And it's a it's a common theme among all these free groups. The best posts and the most common with all the ones with five hundred likes on them and three hundred comments is the one with the big payout and the green tick. And every single TikTok we've ever done or every single reel we've ever done is always got a multi or some kind of big payout or some kind of dream that that nearly hit or or hit. And, and, and everyone wants to get involved with the comment and tag their mates and, and asking for that guy for tips because he hit one bet. And it's just like, man, <laughs> it's exactly this. It's like yeah. all of a sudden you've got this idea that now you're going to start winning. And unfortunately, uh, that's you're Doesn't just getting work. sucked in. And this is elite marketing again by the bookies. It's like when they post, I don't know, sportswear posts like the best punter of the week or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, all right, this guy's just won 10K. Um, and they email that to everyone and they say, oh, he's, he's, he's our... Um, punter of the week and it's yeah. like no that's that's your one out of a hundred thousand punter who's won and the reason they do that is because of dunning kruger effect Correct. because they know people have high confidence and yeah. low confidence they exactly. know people think they're on that they know everything and they're actually yeah. on the peak of mastery but sportsman knows that all yeah. these betting companies know that that's why yeah. they're sending you that and then they you know they're more inclined to bet but uh, i think it's like the perfect segue to the third one so the third psychological model which is related to gambling is aversion to loss yeah this is like my favorite because I was the biggest, I think, culprit of this. Yeah. So this is basically, the concept of this is, say, for example, you play a five-leg multi on you know, AFL. Your first three legs hit, you're like, yep, I've got two more legs left. I'm going to win you know, 1K off $10. Fourth leg loses. You're like, loses by one point. You're like, yeah. crap, man, like, yeah. fire, I was so close. So like the fifth leg was going to win, you know, I was, I was yeah. so close. So then I go and put another $100 on the fifth leg because I, yeah. you know, I think it was, that, that multi was bound to win. Yeah. I lose. Again. Again, no thinking, just all emotion-related betting, all because I, you know, I was so close. It's like you know, I was so close to the pot of gold. That's the way yeah. you, you think, and it gives you that dopamine rush. Um, but yeah, you, I know this was I was the biggest culprit of this. I was reading the psychological oh, models. I've done I was this like, 100%. and I think yeah. this is a big issue, especially I see this on the Facebook groups because you see someone make a multi for the weekend, their first leg is on a Friday. And then Saturday, you know, they hit the Saturday one. The Saturday night, it loses, and like, okay, let me make Still another Sunday. Let's make let's do a Sunday one. Let's just do another <laughs> one on Sunday with the same legs. Yeah, it doesn't change. Like, <laughs> no, nah, same odds as before. Same odds, same as chances before. of winning as yeah. before. Same <laughs> odds, uh, same edge in the bookies' favor. Same shit, all the same. Yeah, so it's like for me, it's just like what goes through. I think you have to think about it and process it because oh, it's I very think easy it's, to do. It's very emotion yeah, related. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so easy to do. Like I used to do this when I was younger, for sure. Like you used to do it. Yeah, you used to message me every. We've discussed this. Like, <laughs> Every week, man, you're going to hit the fucking 10-leg EPL multi. Yeah. You clocked it. that The first leg sometimes hadn't even hit, man, it's home. I'm going to buy a new car and shit. Like, no, bro, you, you haven't even won. You're going to lose again. Next week, exactly. eight out of 10 legs. Oh, but I just missed two. Next week, when you replace that multi, yeah. you don't have 
a nearly chance of winning again. It's the same chance. The same so, chance, exactly, man. Um, and that's what people don't get. It resets. There's no, oh, you got unlucky last week. You're going to get close now. Next week, you're going to go again. You're going to hit it. Nah, unfortunately, you might hit two out of 10 next week and you're still lost. And that's yeah. the reality of multi-bets. You need to hit 10 out of 10 legs to win the bet. Otherwise, you are literally last. If you're not first, you're last with the multi. And unfortunately, it's all, all or nothing. Yeah. And it's why the bookies will always win if you keep doing multis. Simple. It's so true. Do you see this also in system by Trumpy? Because I, I think sometimes you see, I, 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 you know, I lurk in the groups and I sometimes yeah. see people like, oh, I missed the race. Yeah, and then yeah. they go and do their own race. Yeah. No, for sure, man. Like, reality is when, when they come across to the system, obviously we get different people coming across. Yeah. A lot of the people who subscribe for a week, they're the ones that you know from the start. You talk to them and you kind of know they're not going to be there for long. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, the way it works is you see them jump into the group. You see their payment come through one week, twenty four ninety nine, and you go, okay, this guy either just wants to try it out and he's genuine yeah. or most likely and more likely he just wants a quick fix and he doesn't really understand what it's about and he will probably jump off if the system doesn't go plus 20 units in one day. Simple. Yeah. So what you'll see is, is, is those guys come in and obviously the system is designed to win long-term. Long-term isn't a day or a week. Yeah. There's going to be losing days and losing weeks, but never losing months, never losing months to this point in time, 17 months public. We did it and, and Mike Pence did it for four years prior to it. Never had a losing month as well. Yeah. Of course, losing days, losing weeks, but never losing months. And what will happen is these guys will come in. They'll um, not follow properly. They'll lose two times more than they should have because they didn't follow properly. They'll jump off and then you'll never see them again. And then they might come back in a month's time and, and want to jump on after the system just gone plus 20. Yeah. And they want to try and get back in because they missed it. And it's like... Or they'll, they'll, they'll come back in and up their unit size double yeah, <laughs> because they want to chase what just happened that, that they weren't involved in. Yeah. Um, and as well as that, you'll see people like as well, this is a big one, they'll they'll miss the race and, and obviously the system needs promotional insurance on every bet, right? Yeah. You need to place the bet with promotion. So the, 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 bet, like, the race might start and they haven't placed their bet and obviously if they place the bet without the promotion, they're giving the edge back to the bookie. And yeah. when we say, obviously, if you've missed the race, if you've run out of time to place the bet, just leave it. Yeah. Walk away, don't watch the result. You can't change it. You missed out, bad luck. If it loses, great, you saved yourself. If it wins, well, you missed out, unlucky. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, these guys will still want to place the bet. They'll go and bet on it live. Yeah, live. With lower <laughs> odds and no promotion, and obviously then it'll lose, and they'll yeah. go, fuck, I just lost the full <laughs> unit. Comes second or third, no bonus back. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, 100%, man. You, you, the reality is we try and change them, but it takes time to change mindset. It doesn't take one week. It doesn't no. take one day. It takes months. Step by step. Um, yeah. And surrounding yourself with community, association, environment, all that accelerates that but reality is it still takes a long time even years in some cases and people have relapses but they'll still yeah come back to that emotion stuff yeah i i, I agree i think we spoke about this last time like the number one thing you can do to change your your betting habits is first recognize that you have those betting yeah. habits then second is you know change your environment because a lot of these people are in these betting groups where yeah it just feeds you know the wrong the, the wrong bit of emotions to yeah. towards you without even you knowing it mm-hmm. and then i think third then is just then you know establishing new system and structures i think that's what's really great about hustler hustler and the system is that yeah we try to do that we try to help people you know provide them that layout and structure but one thing we really do is make sure first these people have changed their mindset and change the yeah. environment and that's why we have the free course discord that yeah. helps you change your environment and then once you're ready you can just then shift on towards uh, yeah. platinum you know i think the best one for me that because i've spoken to probably i don't know maybe three four thousand people in the last two years doing this and educating yeah. like one-on-one yeah and the, the, the number one thing that and it firstly helps people the most 
is telling them it's a numbers game. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if, if you think you can beat the bookies without an edge, you need to delete that mindset um, first and foremost because you cannot. It's simple. It's a, it's a numbers game. And yeah. as I said before, maths isn't lucky. It's it's numbers. And it's just it's set. They're the rules and that's it. They've been around for millenniums yeah. and they'll never change. So when you realize that and you can accept that, you're not going to win doing it your way, then suddenly you go, okay, well, Maybe I actually should go and learn how that works because that wins. Yeah. My way doesn't. And sometimes people, what will happen is, we get this a lot. You'll get someone message you and they'll be like, hey man, I've uh, mul-. someone messaged us the other week and they, they sent us like a multi they won on yeah. Instagram to like shove, shove it in our face. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, good luck, man. Like uh, in a nice way, I'm like, look, you're going to lose long-term betting like yeah. this, but they think they, they've clocked it. Yeah. Um, like they're at the pick a man stupid and unfortunately you can tell them whatever you want the next bet's going to be double it's going to be triple it's going to be quadruple and all of a sudden they're back to zero yeah. and then they're going to go down value of despair they might wake up but they might repeat it but reality is when they're at that here they think they're the king that's when they're at their most vulnerable and unfortunately that's when people realize the hard way yeah um, and sometimes you just have to let them do it because you know they're going to come back and it's funny because we've done it so we can see what's going to happen before it yeah. happens. And we're not like geniuses, but it's just, we know because it's just back to numbers. It's, the, it's, it's the like, journey, yeah. they're, they're going to lose. Um, but they don't know that they think they're not going to lose. They think, man, I've got the best tips. I've clocked it. I've worked out a system. I've been practicing for the last four days. It's like, yeah, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> systems last, you have to prove them over years, man, not, yeah. not four days. And then anyway, two months later, oh fuck man, I lost all my money. Do you want, can I do your free course? Like, yeah, yeah still there, man. It hasn't changed since. Matt's is still the same. <laughs> So, I think I think that one's sort of linked to the fourth our fourth model, which yeah. is um or not our model, but the psychological models uh, related to gambling addictions is the fourth one is the the illusion of control. Yeah. So example Spot of on. illusion yeah. of control is basically where you think you have control over all the outcomes or what's gonna happen. Yeah. I remember there's a funny one. I'm gonna mention names, but we had a friend who's you know he would see eleven eleven and you yeah, think yeah. oh it's such a it's a lucky time. So if I place a bet, yeah. So if I place a bet, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll win. Yeah. And that's that. That is illusion control. That's that. That leads you to be becoming addicted yeah. to gambling. Another one is, oh, it's my birthday. If I place a bet today, I'm gonna win. Yeah, yeah. Or that horse, like you know, like that name. That's like it's my sister's name. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna win. Like it's like <laughs> doesn't work like that. At the end of the day, it's a numbers game, as you just yeah. said. It's not betting is not related to your emotions or your superstitions yeah. and whatnot. As much as you want to believe that, hundred percent, it might happen. You know, once in a blue yeah, moon. Yeah, that's called a coincidence. A coincidence, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you have the numbers. It might be seem boring, but that's you having that structure and that system. Yeah, is what's gonna lead you to making money long term. Yeah. No, spot on. And and this is the thing. Like a lot of the people who suddenly. First, I'll say it's bullshit. Then, yeah. when they realize they might watch something, they realize it's it's legit. The next uh, attack is it's it's not it's not fun. It's it's boring. Yeah. It's like okay, well, is it? When you go sit in the chat, go sit in the free chat and ask me if, if the people that are making guaranteed profit every week is that yeah. boring? It's not boring. Well, even even the hustler is making ten k a week. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is it boring for him? Yeah. He's like, come on. I'd rather make ten k a week doing hustler stuff than. Well, yeah, ten k is like an an, an, an anomaly, outlier. An yeah. outlier. But there's people making two k, three k, five k, yeah. five hundred even a week, three hundred even. Yeah. The reality is you're probably losing a hundred, two hundred. Some people might be losing two, three k a week. Yeah. Man, start. Someone messaged me the other day on the Trumpy system, and this is we'll, we'll close it up after this. I don't know if you wanted to talk more about. I think there's one more. There's last one. One more. more. Yeah. Uh, well, first I want to just add this in, and we spoke about. Um, well, this guy came to us and he said, "I want to follow the system." Yeah. And I want to follow it with one thousand and two thousand dollar units. 
Yeah. And he was about to sign up on the six monthly, and I said to him, "Look, man, I think you kind of don't. Um, it might not be for you because you can't really follow the system on a thousand dollar units. It's, yeah. it's a borderline impossible. Um, it, it's possible, but." You would need to have 50 phones and <laughs> probably four people working for you. Yeah, um, And some people do it, but it's very, very high end. And yeah. I'm like, I knew, I said to him, look, if you're going to follow this system, you most likely have to follow with like a $50, $50 unit size to start at a maximum, more likely 30 to 50. And I said to him, look, I know for a fact you're going to say that's not worth it. So I sent him the recording. I don't know if he listened to it all because he came back and said, look, $50 is not going to do it for me. I need big bets. I need $1,000 bets, $2,000, $3,000 bets. And I want a system that's going to make me fucking 5, 10K a week. And I'm like, bro, uh, I don't know. Because this guy obviously had a lot of money. Money yeah. wasn't an issue for him. He was down hundreds of thousands on, on his account. He was getting 5K deposit matches every week from his VIP manager at Ladbrokes. Wow. And reality is, you can just tell he just wanted a thrill. And that's fine. That person mm. could afford to lose 5K a week or whatever. And I respect that. But at the same time, if you're coming into the... Um, any investment with the core concept of it being a thrill and you're still trying to make money, that's going to override this winning because this is going to, this emotion here is going to just fucking take over everything else and all your structure is going to go out the window, your edge, you don't have an edge, but you don't have any money management. When you win, you might have a win, right? This guy wins two to three to ones, he reckons a lot, but his accounts are down hundreds of thousands of dollars. So how is that? Something's not adding up there. So obviously when he wins, He's obviously betting more and losing. More and again, it comes back to mathematics. And I said to him, look, man, you're not going to win doing this. And what you're looking for doesn't really exist. Yeah. You're looking for this system that's... He goes, even if you told me I could make 100K risk-free a year, I wouldn't be interested. <laughs> so this guy, like, man, he, he's at a high level of, like, obviously income, but also desensitized to money. Yeah. Um, and when you get to that point and... It becomes more of a thrill. I don't know the solution, to be honest. Um, yeah. You need um, to maybe, I mean, go do it. If you can lose $100,000 a year and have fun and still not impacting your life, then, I mean, do it. But yeah. a lot more stuff, a lot of people out there could be doing a lot more with that money. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that's not to say what he's doing wrong. I, yeah. I respect that he can do that. But it just goes back to going off a little bit off, off topic, but just how some people... Yeah, they can get caught up in the emotions of it all and, and lose the structure and the edge. And um, yeah, they just go off course and try and, and, yeah. and think they can clock it when they can't. It's done in Krigg all over again. Yeah, right again. There, yeah. But yeah, going I back. Think, yeah, I think the last, our last model, uh, I think so related to what you think or sort of where the, where the betting industry is going yeah. is partial reinforcement. So basically this sort of psychological model talks about how in our brains, we think we're not actually like if I bet fifty dollars, I'm actually not going to lose fifty dollars. So this is related to a lot to the same game multi offers and yeah. those you know these racing offers where if you do like a racing multi and one of those races loses, you get money back. Yeah. So what happens there is your brain is set up in that oh yeah like I'm I'm I feel for sure that these two legs are going to win, and then the third leg is like a risky one, and you know if it doesn't win, I get I get at least my money back as a bonus. So yeah. it makes you addictive because you think you're not losing that $50. Yeah. But in reality, if you lose two of those legs, you lost a few dollars anyways. Correct. You're not getting your bonus and back. It, and even with the bonus back, um, the bookies is a stat. I think they convert 12% of their bonus. So in terms of if the bookie donates um, $100,000 worth of bonuses across like a weekend, yeah. they expect to lose 12 grand from that, those bonuses. That's, that's it. it. 12% of bonus. So if they can hand out... Cost. Sorry? It's a good marketing cost. Legit. <laughs> elite. So as hustlers and, and anyone who understands bonus turnover, yeah. at an absolute minimum, you should be turning over any bonus absolutely risk-free for 65% of its value. Just yeah. 
following the tutorials that are in the description here, we'll link like a basic bonus turnover. Yeah. Um, but that's 65%. But the bookies expect to get and only lose 12%. So yeah. because they know, like you said, the, the person's betting, that they do a three-leg multi, yeah. put $50 on it, two legs miss, they get their bonus back. No, one leg misses, you mean? Sorry, one leg misses, yeah. they get their bonus back. And what are they doing with that bonus? They're not turning it over. Again. <laughs> They're going in again on another 10 yeah. to 1 to get their money back and they lose it. Yeah. So they didn't lose 50 minus 65%. Yeah. Or 35%, they're, they're losing 50. Yeah. Um, and then the bonus is just getting thrown back to the bookie. Yeah. Some people might win. They might go again. They increase their money. They lose it all anyway. So it's the same result. Yeah. And I think that's why those offers have been so successful. And that's correct. why I think your prediction, I agree with it. Like that's where the betting industry is going in yeah. terms of, they just got to keep you know, giving those offers. And you see yeah. it across all sports now. Like you see it in the EPL. Yeah. You see it in NFL. Yeah. Every, you see the NBA. Yeah. Even baseball these days. Yeah. Tennis, like um, you're seeing it everywhere now. So well, yeah. The, even the offers have changed from one leg to two leg now on tab. Um, yeah. I think it was, or maybe sports. But I think it was tab. Two legs. If you fail two legs, you get a bonus back. So, um, sorry, sorry, change. It was four legs and one leg fails. Yeah. So you need to have four legs, not three. So oh, they've increased their they've odds. Increased even harder. <laughs> Correct. So the more legs they add, they know that's a massive edge again. Yeah. And like they're just taking away more edge. As it goes, um, I think that offer is literally it sort of encompasses all these things we just spoken about. Like, yeah, it's it genius. Like it's not aversion luck. to loss, yeah. Dunning Kruger, sort of that you know gambler's fallacy. Like yeah. it just includes it, it incorporates yeah. all those things, nah. and it's just like genius. I think marketing, I, and they know people should have spread those multis yeah. as well. I think they've, they've even also got that share button, right? You can share your multis yeah. or something. Like. There, there's the on sports bet. There's the um, betting with mates or something. Now the common bet, the popular same game multi yeah. now pops up in the app. And it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. that's not a popular same-game multi. Exactly. It's what you guys think is the lowest expected value for you guys to put on your platform. Exactly. And if it wins, great. All those punters have won if they are actually on it, if they're yeah. real. And then they should have got paid out 1.5 times what it should have been, but they yeah. didn't. But now their money's in their account. Yeah. And what do they do next? They double their stake, three times their stake, put it on the next uh, Greyhound favorite and the losers, and they lost all their money anyway. So yeah. same result for the bookie. Um, but they've kind of encapsulated you with some hope, got some win, um, done it, yeah, <laughs> and then back to back to square one, and exactly. Take your money. So, um, I think that's enough for today. Um, what do we got next on the on the podcast? I don't know a few a few people want to want us to talk about crypto. I don't know. I know you're yeah. not a big fan, but <laughs> as long as you're not telling people what to, what to fucking buy and putting predictions on on our company, we're waiting um, for we're waiting for predictions. No, nah, at the end of the day, I think like, we'll talk about the concept that we'll talk about. Where we see the you know what's what's happening with the industry where it's yeah. going. I think there's I think there's also some betting stuff related towards crypto these days as well. So yeah. we'll talk about that. But um, we'll get it, we'll get an expert on there since yeah, we're... a lot of disclaimers when it comes to crypto. At yeah. the end of the day, if you if you're hitting anything with structure, like if you're investing like let's say five percent of your total wealth or ten percent of your yeah. total wealth into like a diversified portfolio in crypto, then it's yeah. fine. Um, making sure you have a structure, but we won't go into too, too much detail, but. Just if you're watching this, guys, um, or if you're listening to it uh, on any of the platforms, make sure you do leave a review or, or leave a, a five-star on Spotify or whatever. Um, it'd really help us. And obviously, share it to your mates if they're a gambler and they're losing. If you have stories that you think, or if you think um, any bookie should be exploit, uh, <laughs> uh, exposed, um, yeah. or if you have any kind of story that you think is worthy, send it in to us because we obviously want yeah. to help as many people as possible. If you have a mate who you think would be a cool story or your own story from converted gambler to to non-gambler or entrepreneur someone yeah, yeah. It, it, like we're obviously not just about um gambling here yeah. and betting we obviously that's our specialty but obviously we we want to help a lot more general shit and, yeah and change mindset around 
goals, entrepreneurship, investing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What and else. let us know if you like. If you have any topics that uh, yeah you want us to cover, yeah, we're happy to either cover it ourselves. Yeah, or get, 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 get some other people on there. Like yeah. I know, next week for the crypto, yeah, we'll get some get one of our good friends uh, of ours to you know come on and you know give us expert opinion and knowledge on that. But yeah, like feel free to let us know if you have any suggested topics. Yeah. Happy to hear from you and uh, yeah, let us know if you have any questions on the stuff we covered today. Perfect. I know it was a bit of a bit scientific here and there, but we try to make it as relatable as possible. Yeah. But uh, I think thanks, JP, for that. I think it was a good chat. And, like I think you gave really good examples of you know some of those yeah. psychological models I threw at you. But uh, no, that's <laughs> fine. It's uh, easy to apply models when you just see it all the time every day. So yeah, um, yeah, cool. We look forward to I uh, look forward to next week um, or whenever it is. Perfect. Um, Sick yeah. one. And uh, follow us. Yeah, follow us on YouTube. Uh, yeah, subscribe there. Yeah. Spotify. What else? Have we got? We've got Instagram. Yeah, we got Google and Amazon as well, and yeah. I think Apple. But for some reason, the Apple podcast is struggling a bit to play. That. But we'll, we'll fix, fix that, that up. So yeah. hopefully, if you listen to this on Apple, it's working now. Yeah. But yeah, um, if you have a question, DM us on Instagram. That's the best way to get into us um, directly. And then yeah, Perfect. we're open books. We want to help, so don't be shy. We'll see you next yeah. time. Hustler out. <laughs>